So for the sake of the recording, the question that we're now starting off with to start this today's session um, is what's going well for you right now in your coaching? So this could be with your clients. This could be that they're doing amazing. You've had a big win. You've made a big system in your business that you've signed up five clients. Um, it could be in your conviction with your coaching. One thing that you're learning about coaching and things, about yourself, coaching, other people, one thing that you're confident with right now, you're most confident with in your coaching, and then one thing you're not so confident with. So we're taking three minutes just to reflect on that, just for the recording sake. So Mike, we're just reflecting on what's what's our biggest win since the last Coach's Corner. So over the last month, really, it was September, I probably said. What's the biggest uh, win? Um, what are we learning about ourselves and our coaching? What are we most confident with? And what are we not so confident with? What do we maybe need some help with? What are we a little bit uncertain about? I'm loving the Joe Rogan headset. <laughs> So three minutes is up. And the beauty of these wee little reflections, guys, is that I don't know about you. Let me know it in the chat section. Do you ever find when you're put on the spot like that, you've got music on and everyone else is here, you get more out of your head? Like pop in, yes, if that happens. I don't know for me, but I always, at like 10 X's, the amount of reflection that you get, and especially when you have frameworks and stuff like that. Um, so that's the whole, like that's a big sort of aspect why I want to do that. And also as well, I want to give you that chance to sort of zoom out and kind of make that a non-negotiable for you and plugging it in. So I'm just going to read out a few. Um, if anyone wants to come on and share theirs, just pop in share. Um, that would be class. I would love to get one person just to sort of share um, and uh, we'll come back to you after I read these. So getting great uh, results with clients. Again, guys, like you're getting great results with clients. Everything else will go better. Um, currently learning about my own reaction with, uh, to stress with work and how to deal with it. Guys, honestly, um, me and Ram, we had an amazing conversation. Your ability to handle stress and your relationship with it and your relationship with yourself the ability to handle that will really allow for you to handle more success, handle more, and as well, also just understand um, everything that's going on. And as well, like we talk about like work balance and things like that. A lot of the time it's retraining your actual relationship with stress, your actual relationship with yourself and how you respond to things. And what you'll notice, the better you are at doing this in yourself, the better you will be able to do this with your clients and therefore get better results. What your clients, if we break it down at the core, are usually struggling with is stress, energy management, themselves, their emotions, their headspace. And the better that you can understand your own coping mechanisms, the better you can help them with it. So if there's one thing to like go away and explore for your own development, it's that. It is that. That is an amazing point. And I'm absolutely class that we had that conversation around this week. Also, as well, just on that point about conversations, um, guys, like the last while, a lot of you have been opening up a lot more. 
and letting me know really what your problem is. And I really just want to like highlight as a team that is fucking phenomenal. And that is amazing. And ultimately, guys, like that's what we, we're here to do is ultimately get the problem solved, move forward and get the success. So on a whole, just recently, there's a few individuals that have brought things to me and we've been able to work for it. And it's been so productive. So I just really want to stress that and uh, just, again, recognize that for um, understanding, taking ownership of it and moving forward for it. I think um, as a unit, we are doing very, very well right now. Um, and it's down to that. And we're going to talk about aspects of that tonight about like quality communication um, and quality results with the, the high performance check-in framework that I'm going to go through. Um, clients are winning, have a transformation to go out in socials this week, 100%. Guys, one thing that, like you really got to, and this, like you got to sort of look at, and again, about results and stuff. If you can't pull a client result, like out of, like if someone said, put a client result out right now, that's something that you need, that, that's telling you, you need to go work on your client work and you need to go and get more results get more social proof, get more video testimonials. Like you really just always need to be having that. Um, and again, it makes marketing, it makes everything a lot easier and just, again, um, uh, builds up confidence and everything. Um, getting my first four clients into the academy, all systems running well, still needs tweaks. It doesn't need tweaks, Ryan. <laughs> it's all good. Um, my coaching calls have been going really well. I'm currently learning about my coaching skills, which is great. I'm doing a coaching course, absolutely class. Guys, um, to give everyone a bit of context, can we all just give Ryan a massive well done? In the last month, he signed up four new clients from literally... Um, no clients to sign up for um, on his online program and just building this program literally from the get-go and getting after it. Um, so dude, absolutely class work. Um, and again, all during lockdown, a lot of things happening. So yeah, uh, phenomenal. Um, clients are all getting good results. Have been paying close attention to energy management, paid someone to come and clean my house yesterday to save me over an hour, could focus on client check-ins, um, the best 30 pound I've spent, absolutely class. And again, guys, like, uh, like I talked about the other day, you want to literally save as much energy as possible. And yes, that might be like 30 pound per session or what for that cleaner, which might seem a lot, but you're gaining an extra R back on your your business. Um, and again, that extra energy, you'll produce higher quality work. Um, so I would definitely, if you haven't invested in that, invest in that. Um, haven't been doing any outreach recently, which is something I know I need to be done. Just a mental block is there and not creating time in my week to do it. I would also say usually probably with that, it's already an energy issue um, because of something. So always, if you're if you're noticing that you're not pushing yourself out there, can usually be something just blocking up that bandwidth. I wouldn't really put it on time, energy or bandwidth, I would just usually say. Um, went on holiday and business didn't crumble, 100%. And that's the, that's, that's the point where it really tests the systems. Uh, <laughs> in the office, uh, uh, Joe Rogan, love it. Um, I always laugh every time, Mike, when you come in, you say, lads, 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 um, clients are killing it right now. Um, everyone is green. Not sure I've ever been able to say that. Last six weeks, I've realized that there isn't any limit to what you can achieve professionally and personally. Signed up with Kath. I'm on week four with her, copy coaching. Anyone that is struggling in that area, I'd highly recommend that investment was made back in no time at all. I, I, I've got over my fear of speaking on stories. Just need to increase the frequency of this and take it to the next level. Feel like next step right now would be doing more outbound messaging. Okay, fucking love it. Um, again, guys, if you are um, struggling with like actually building the business, getting more clients, guys, really, if you're not in Fitness Business Growth Kit, get into Fitness Business Growth Kit. Um, if you're in Fitness Business Growth Kit and you're not at the stage yet, yet where AM is going to be on the cards, get into CAF's Copy Coaching Clinic um in regards to just understanding copy you understand a lot more about client communication and you understand a lot more about sales and client attraction and um, that's sort of like the three steps that you want to think about in regards to building your business um the other thing i'd probably say um just to give you a sort of clear pathway is look into a photographer or videographer um, as you guys know, I recommend Martin um, for all the guys back home. He also does some remote stuff, but they're your four main sort of like port of calls that you need to be sort of at and doing. Um, so fitness business growth kit, calf copy coaching, um, look into a videographer um, or photographer. Some BA might help with some small stuff and then AN um, is definitely a goal for each and every single one of you. Yeah, um, we'll get to share. So um, Anthony, uh, Ryan, Anthony, go ahead. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to quickly share, uh, you were saying like, what's the, the best thing that we've done since the last coach's corner. So, um, 
on, on the last call uh, after that, I was uh, one of the things I took away from it was like, I need to start doing some Zoom, group Zoom calls with my clients. Uh, and I've done two since then. And the response has been like, I don't even have that many guys in my online group, but even from the few of them, their response has been huge. Like they're, they just, they absolutely loved it. They got loads out of it. I did one talk on personal responsibility and then one talk on motivation. Um, and they got loads out of it. And now they're interacting with each other more. And they're also actually interacting with me more on like a bit of a more personal level. You know, they're, they're opening up to me a bit more, um, which has just been really good. So, yeah. Absolutely class. And if you don't mind while we're here, what was your thought before you that? What was the block before doing that? Um, I was focusing too much on like, it's, I, I, the block before doing that was that I was uh, thinking that I had to create all this like uh, perfectly video edited and really good production quality type education, like, you know, the type of um, video things that we'll see on, uh, you know, fitness business growth kit and things like that. So I was like making all these PowerPoint presentations and then trying to record uh, the audio to go with it and edit it together. And then if it wasn't perfect, I was redoing it and redoing it and redoing it. And then after the first coach's corner that I was on uh, with yourself, which was the last one, I was just like, I just need to kill two birds with one stone. Just do the fucking presentation live and then record it and then save it into the Facebook group. And then every new client that it comes, if a new client comes on in six months, he's going to have six months worth of things that he can watch. So, and I have an assistant that actually is on the call and records it and she goes and uploads it into the thing for me. So that's all automatically done anyway. Absolutely love it. Absolutely love it. So build it as you go, guys, and then just go with it. Go with the presentation, get it up and go with it. Half the battle as well, guys, as well as like just getting started on it. It's just getting started. We also think as well, sometimes that your clients might not turn up and things, but guys, worst case scenario, you're still giving amazing value. They can watch it. If you haven't used Transistor to set up a podcast and they can watch it at their own time and things like that, um, or just as uh, Ryan said, put it into a Facebook group and they can rewatch it. Um, so no, I think that's phenomenal. And like, guys, if you're not already, clear up like one hour in your diary and just say, guys, if you ever want to chat, this is this is the time where you can just drop in and we can chat. Like give us support hour. This can be a drop-in session or this can be an hour where someone can jump on Zoom. If you're there and you're just doing work and no one pops in, happy days. It's still That's all cool. But if someone wants to pop in, you're giving them that option. You want to let your clients know, guys, that they can literally just chat to you at any time. Obviously within reason, like you'll have an allocated time. But that, what you'll notice is people will come in. Not everyone will need it. Um, some people might just come in for that connection aspect, um, but that is massive. And again, guys, like I said on Tuesday, and I really just want to reinforce, if there's ever anything that you're struggling with, sit behind um, or just want to chat, sit behind on the team huddle or on these uh, coaches' corners, as well as that, guys, um, Reese. So Reese has um, been working uh, alongside since the start of a year, and now we're going to be taking him on a little bit more time and things like that. And we are possibly maybe looking at a few different changes so that we can maybe add in another um, Zoom call or another um, coach's corner. Um, we might possibly change this to a Friday. We're look, we're going to be experimenting, but there will be more support um, for you just to sit in and ask either me, ask Reese um, for any support um, that you need. Um, as well as that, we are going to be uh, having more intensives and things for all the guys um, back home and uh, you can meet up in person. So, yeah. Kami, do you want to share? Go ahead, bud. Uh, yeah, I, I wasn't here for that, actually, the last Coach's Corner, um, but the Coach's Corner before it, uh, I was severely lacking in fulfillment um, and I, was, I wasn't sure if I was in the right kind of uh, occupation um, at points. Um, I took time off and since then I uh, reflected uh, I realised I was hand-holding a lot because um, when I took my time off for getting married um, I enjoyed it I didn't have a signal or anything like that and uh, what it allowed me to see is what clients were actually being coached and what clients were actually being held, held hands and uh, I gave the clients who needed a hand-holding a kick up the arse to say look you're, you're looking to get a result here but if you're only looking to get a result when somebody's watching rather than actually making the changes and implement the changes. Um, so that's kind of worked and giving them a kick up the arse and, and whatnot. 
Uh, the new clients, I've had it like two new clients who have been pretty decent um, and they're kind of like thriving, which has been good. Uh, on a stress level, I, I realized it's my ability to trust my uh, ability, trust my lead generation. I don't trust it. I, that's, my, that's where my breaking the chain is. I need to trust it better. And I don't know how I'm going to build that trust with it. So, yeah. I think that's an amazing point that you bring up about when you stepped away that you got the chance to really see, right, who's actually implementing here or who's basically needing me to drag them along. I think that's a, a, an amazing point. Sometimes it takes you that a, that chance to sort of sit back and just oversee everything or just go away and then come back. So I think that's a phenomenal um, point. Um, and dude, on the lead generation point, you're working on it each and every single day. It's getting better week by week. So it is just, as you said, putting full trust in that. Um, so guys, I'm just going to uh, go on here. We've got one more. Sorry, I just want to read out. The time's given me a lot of time to think. Uh, I was over analyzing everything. Clients are progressing. Before I was worried, they weren't as much as I'd like. But um, when I look back from where they came, it made me realize the work I was doing and um, more on point to give myself credit for. 100%, guys, we can often sort of look at the one or two people and really doubt ourselves. One thing to sort of protect yourself from that is ask yourself, are you doing everything that you can are your clients growing? Are you growing? And then having some form of metrics. Okay. So each and every single week, guys, I look at True Coach. Now I look at True Coach and I look at the rates that everyone's at. My fitness pal, every single week, like pretty much I know who is not tracking on my fitness pal as well. Every month on the Facebook group, like I track the amount of interactions and I can see it go up month on month. I can also see in July we drop down because of summer and things like that. So it's like have a few small metrics now, like just to sort of look at or analyze even just once a month to really even just give you a perspective. Another thing that I've chatted to you before is like always try to produce one case study per week um, or one massive piece of social proof. And if you're struggling to do that, then it gives you a right reverse engineer. And then you can see, right, what they need to do internally. So yeah, that's just a few aspects. Now, guys, um, let me know. Um, how did you find that? Did you find that useful um, doing that? And um, was it, what was the sort of biggest takeaway you got from someone else's um, sort of share um, from that? Just pop in the chat um, while I'm sharing my screen here um, and we will get stuck in. Um, can you give me a thumbs up if you can see my screen? Okay. Right. So, guys, uh, as I said at the start, Ryan um, brought up a question about the how to just basically go about check-ins. Um, how do you set them up, touch points, what to look for, what to um, go about. And like I said, I want for you to bring aspects of your coaching um, and let me know and I'll cover it in depth. So really today what we're going to look at is a short um, mini sort of check-in framework that you can employ and what we really need to make an effective check-in um, from our client's perspective, the setup of a check-in, and then also the feedback of a check-in, okay? So firstly, we've got to look at really what do we want, okay? We want a check-in system that's time and energy efficient. It doesn't take um, tons of time, tons of energy to really um, give the person what they need. Um, I don't know about you, but pop in the chat section if uh, you used to maybe do like email replies that used to take you about 30 minutes to write, 30 to 60 minutes to write like something that could have been sent in a 30 second voice note. Or if you used to do the 15 minute Loom videos that used to tank your energy. Um, like, or like, like, yeah, like if you used to do uh, maybe check-ins, I remember I used to have this Word document and it would have been a task actually just getting the word document sent over and back over and all that. Um, yeah, pop in the chat section if, you, if you've done any of those. But we want something that's time, energy, efficient, okay? We want something that just gets straight to the problem and we can understand, right, what's the problem that this person needs to ultimately get the result. And then as well as that, we want something that provides an excellent service, okay? I'm just going to pin my uh, video, okay? Now... Really, for, my, for high performance check-in, the main needs that we need, okay, we need effective communication. So effective communication from the client so that we can understand what's going on, understand the issue, understand where they're progressing at, and understand what they really want. The next thing is we need to give the client an aspect of how they can actually self-reflect. Uh, self in a check-in, 
it's the client's duty to reflect on their progress. They don't rely on you to reflect on it. They, yes, rely on you to give them feedback to move forward, but ultimately you want to put the client in the shoes so that they can self-reflect. And if you know that you've got a quality check-in, the client will usually know the issue um, and be able to actually implement it um, from filling in the check-in. Uh, you want to have some form of strategy. So in your check-in that the client knows how to actually strategize and how to move forward. There's optics that um, the check-in can ultimately give them optics of what they really need to be working towards. Or outside of the check-in, you should be talking about optics and what is ideal. Like one thing that like when you see everyone else's Monday morning um, sort of targets, that should give you an insight of how much weight is, used to, is, is good, how much weight should I be progressing up? What are the tasks that I should be focusing on to manage my energy? So it isn't just for your own sake, it's also to see other people's. And when you've got like, when you've got um, 20, 30, whatever, other people are three or four, and you've got different issues, what you're actually exposing the client to is an, a better understanding by seeing more. And you wanna promote that as much as possible for the development of your clients. Scale of the situation. So where, how significant is it? I'm off track. I'm off track could mean one million and different things, okay? One thing that like in the, the mentoring role that I'm in, like one thing that was put in like th this week was like, I'm going to commit suicide. Like that was one thing that I ultimately had to face this week. And one thing with that is that like, I wasn't able to understand and see the scale of the situation for that personal person um, up to that because of the communication. So it's really key that you get an understanding. That's an ex that, guys, that's an extreme example. That's completely um, out there. So it is. But one thing that you've got to look at is what is the scale of this person's situation, especially when you're coaching online and you can't read body language, you can't actually understand the situation, you can't actually understand the severity of it. So it's really important that you bear that in mind, okay? Next thing as well is that you, you, the client and you should also be able to gauge the distance to destination. So someone signs up with you because they want to get to a destination in their body, in their life, in their confidence, in their mind. So it, through these check-ins, you want to have an idea of the distance to that destination. And then really in the check-in, you want to get feedback on the service um, of what they're enjoying, what they're learning, what they need more of. Um, and ultimately, um, is it working? Are they getting results? Okay. So just let me know. Um, is that does that give you a clearer idea? Just looking at the main sort of core aspects. Pop in the chat if that helps you seeing that. Um, pop in the chat if there's any of those that you think you're currently missing. Um, yeah, just let me know. I can't actually um, see the chat. Used to do Zoom check-ins, 45, 60 minutes, never-ending WhatsApp message. Uh, miss feedback on service. Yeah. And again, your, your check-in process is something you'll tweak as you go on. Great. Scale of a situation is a good one. Okay. Now, I'm just going to break some of these aspects down and then we're going to look at the, the feedback. So with effective communication, you've got to, in like when you're talking to a client, um, especially from the first protocol all the way through, is teach them how to communicate. A lot of your clients will never have been coached and also as well have never been under your coaching program. And it is important that you... Um, teach your clients how to understand their problems, how to communicate their problems, and also how to communicate their needs and wants so that you can both um, ultimately get the result, okay? You're both committed to them getting that result. Like, you also have a few preferences of, like, times that you maybe want communicated, times that you want that check-in. Um, like, for me, personally, I don't really like long voice notes unless it's needed. Like, that's just something I prefer having everything in text because what that allows me to do is, is scroll up, scroll down, copy and paste, put it on client files. So it's like, understand, right, what is effective communication for you? In a check-in process, you want to have depth, but not too much depth. If there's too much depth to your check-in process, and again, like you're all going through the academy one, the like what you got to look at is really it shouldn't be too much hassle. It should give you enough to get a full picture, but not too much. Okay. You might have heard me talk about this before, and um, if you've been through the recent onboarding, but you want to teach your client how to ultimately communicate a barrier. So what's going on? Um, where? Uh, like where uh, did this happen? When did it happen? Why did it happen? How did it happen? And uh, what are you going to do moving forward? We're going to look at that more, but that's a communication framework that you want to upskill your clients with, okay? Transparency. 
a lot of your clients will tell you all the things that are going well, but won't tell you the things that aren't going so well. And you will always have an element of clients just not telling you um, what's actually going on or being fully honest with that. So you want to promote transparency. You promote transparency by ultimately telling your clients that you mess up, telling your clients that they're actually here to solve problems. Like that's what you ultimately want. You don't really want the high points all the time. They know that they've done well. What you really want to know is actually the points that they need to work through so that you can give them solutions and guidance and just offer that sort of safe space to sort of talk about that um, would be massive too, okay? We want to broaden her, their awareness of communication and really how to go about this whole process. And then you want to understand like a bit about their life and what's going on for them um, and really just understand their personality. Different personalities will communicate in different ways. So that's something from the check-in process that you really want to just start to gauge. And the more coaching experience that you get, the more that you'll be able to sort of gauge that more and more and more and the more effective that you'll be. Now, the, the, the quality question sort of framework that you want your client, you want to teach your client this, almost give them a card. But say, so for example, someone, um, the most common will be, didn't follow their diet halfway through the week, was absolutely busted, work was really busy, something personal happened, right, what happened? Okay, well, on Wednesday, I started just overeating and then it took me to Sunday to get back on track. When did it happen? Well, Wednesday night, exactly when I came in from the house, I just had a really long day. I was working 13 hours. Why did it happen? Because I was working 13 hours. Um, I just was stressed. The last thing I wanted to do was eat well. I had no energy. There was no food cooked in the in the. Uh, in the fridge and um, where did it happen just again after work some of these questions may apply and may not apply but you want them to think about it and how did it happen well really um i at once on thursday morning i was so fucked off i kept going on and on and on i didn't really want to message you because i felt really guilty and uh i was ashamed of myself because i do want these goals i'm in here but i'm ultimately um self-sabotaging and uh, next time I wouldn't let it prolong so far. And I would just message you after 24 hours, as you've said before. So can, does that help guys? Like, can you see if you gave your client that framework that would help pop up in the chat section? Is that something that you've ever done before? Like, have you ever even had a, uh, a, an aspect of um, teaching your clients to communicate? Let me know um, what you find, what you find from that. You've done it for me and it works. Okay, 100%. Quality communication, guys, um, will get quality results. And the, the level of communication will really just drive up. Your, it will give you what you need to give them better advice and also as well will help them with awareness. And this will not only help them in their, with their training goals, but also with outside of that. And like sometimes who else feels like that's OTT to talk to their client how to communicate? Because for me, I did, but now the more and more I just say, get right, I want you to look at this, like this perspective, we'll try this, we'll try that. And ultimately it works better for both parties. So it's really important that you communicate that. You can put that in a three minute video um, in your onboarding or before you do the check-in, but that is a really important process and I'll allow for, as I said, to get better results in the journey. Now, the next point you want to look at is um, only did and when, how, where, really helpful. I've done parts of this on calls with clients, but this is even better. Yeah, 100%. So um, self-reflection. Guys, one thing that you can sort of sometimes feel guilty of when you want to help um, is ultimately controlling the client. And also, like, as um, Cami said, micromanaging every single aspect. You want to empower the client towards the result. You don't want to necessarily need them to constantly rely on you. And again, guys, like a client is with us for a period of time, but ultimately they're wanting a, a, a solution for them to succeed for decades on end. Okay. And I firmly believe that each and every single person on this earth has a genius coach inside them. And what our goal as coaches is to help them unlock their genius coach so that they can coach themselves. So yes, it's hundred percent to get the habit. So it's self so it's subconsciously just locked in and it's just like brushing your teeth but also as well it's to upskill them with the thinking um and the questioning and the coaching so that they can coach themselves to get that result at long term so really you're building your clients and the coaches and when you look at it you can take it from a completely different lens you're not afraid to maybe ask them a different perspective or help them find out the answer and what i mean by this in regards to check-in is 
you don't want your client to rely on you for feedback. Like it's completely okay if your client's winning, if your client is going through something to let them understand how they're getting on and to sort of set back and just oversee. And another example that a few of the guys in the end will hear me talk about before is that you want to think of it as like, if you were sitting in the back of a car and you were being drove to a destination by a chauffeur, you would get an idea of how to drive and you would get to the destination. But if you were in the front of the car and you were with a driving instructor, the driving instructor would ultimately help you drive the car so that you could drive the car after he's gone. So it's really important to look at yourself as a coach, as a driving instructor and not a chauffeur. And that will sometimes be slower. That will sometimes not be, they'll not get the result maybe in 90 days, but they'll get a better result in five, 10 years. So it's important to just give your client that chance to set, to self-reflect and not and to empower them rather than spoon feed them. Okay. The next thing as well, guys, is you got to look at teaching your clients how to think and analyze and really um, just highlighting the importance of self-reflection. Again, not many people, a lot of people will be used to reporting to people, but not the ability to self-reflect. Um, you want to show live examples of a great check-in, of not of a great result, of a great week or a poor week or things that you don't accept or don't as a team uh, tolerate. Um, and then, yeah, you want to give them an idea of a good result. Okay. Now, the next thing you want to look at is when your client's going through their check-in, with uh, the check-in, they should understand what's their next step, how can they prevent it, so what did you do well last week, or what was it that you could do this week to sort of, that could possibly derail you, um, what's the playbook if this has happened, um, so you guys all in the, what, in the high performance plan, hear me talk about the what if, so if I am really busy and I've got loads of overtime with work, I will do X, Okay. If I am, so when your client comes on board, you want to know their possible barriers and you want to communicate it to them. Okay. So if your client's really busy with work, that is a possible barrier. Now used to your working together. So if that barrier pops up, you will do X, Y, and Z. Okay. Thank God this is being recorded. Yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. You're dropping so much gold. It's because right down fast enough. Okay. Right. I'll go a little bit slower. And again, feel free to stop me. So that is an amazing point, guys. When your client comes on board, look at their barriers that has held them back to date. Note those barriers down and find out those barriers on your conversations, on your call, um, in, the, in the audit that they fill in and really articulate that back. And then during your coaching process, like if that pops up, what do they do? They used to respond like by overeating, by beating themselves up, by scrolling, by um, not getting back to training, by doing excess cardio, all those things. Now we do X, Y, and Z. That is an amazing coaching exercise. And even if your clients right now, guys, is like, say, hey, look, these are your top three barriers that you usually come across. That Before the end of the week is out, I want you to build out a what-if plan. So it's basically do one, two, or three things. Pop in the chat section if you've done a what if plan and you found it very useful um, since being in the academy. Um, I know some of the longer term members have definitely done it. And um, we've done it at the start of the year and things. Um, it would be definitely something I would re I would go over. But in your check-ins, your client should always be understanding the playbook to get out of that situation or if that situation happens. And then how will we know we've had uh, a, a successful, we've achieved success, okay? Now, um, the next thing I want you to look at, guys, is with your, oh, sorry. And um, the next thing I want you to look at is with your check-in, your check-in should ultimately, and the whole process, your client should gain optics. So what I mean by optics is ideally I set you monthly goals. I set you yearly goals and things like that. And I'm like, right, ideally every single guy in the academy, if they've got over 20 pounds of body fat, they should shift that off in 90 days. Like that's a common sort of average goal that I expect for any guy in the academy. And um, no one should ever have body fat for more than six to nine months um, unless they're 50 pounds and beyond. Um, and ultimately, like I, I, I set smaller goals for you to hit, but you should ultimately know, right, um, what is your optics. And with optics, guys, you can often overlook the small optics on a day-to-day -day basis, but you've got to think big. We have no problem doing that for our clients, but we've got to act small. So like yesterday, there was an individual that needed momentum. Get this done by the end of today. Boom, done. Okay, so it's like get clear with the optics on a day-to-day, week-to-week basis for your client. And when they do that consistently, achieve that consistently, they will win and they will get the big goal. Okay, 
So it's set, don't be afraid to set smaller optics for your clients on a week to week basis. And every single Monday, that's ultimately what I, you set your optics and then I look over it, Reese looks over it and we just make sure it's all good. If it's too much or too little, we say, okay. And then again, make the optic realistic for where they're at. Like there's completely different experience levels here, completely different goals. And you want to ultimately tell that to your client base. Guys, individually, we're all different, but together we all have the same goal of leveling up. We all have the same goal of creating an incredible body, of getting our body and our mind thriving, whatever your statement is. But like basically let them know that there's going to be different levels and it's about you meeting them at where they're at. So I just want to check in before I go so far. What's been the takeaway? Um, what's been sort of uh, standing out for you? What's something that you've wrote down, you want to circle, highlight? Just pop it in the chat section before I go on a little bit further. Make sure you're the driving instructor. Yep. Optics are super clear to set the standard. Yep. And again, guys, like there's some really, really experienced coaches here on the line. This will just be a nice reminder. And again, it's important to have these little reminders of like, oh, I could probably do this with Bob. I could probably do that with X. I could probably ch change my check-in system slightly by doing Y. Yeah. Okay. Chauffeur, instructor. Make sure driver instructor is Tommy. Uh, stop holding hand. Okay, cool. Next thing, guys, is that uh, we got to look at the scale of the situation. So when you're looking for your check-ins, and again, when you coach at scale, um, so when you coach large amounts, you got to look at, right, who's urgent, who's not urgent, and who um, who, who can wait slightly, okay? So you got to look at having like a traffic light system. So the reason why we get you filling in green, amber, red is because if you're red, I will be on you, or Reese will be on you ASAP, okay? So literally, if you're red, depending on the severity of the situation, um, it'll either be you'll get a voice note, we'll go back and forth, or we'll be jumping on a call ASAP. Um, okay. You also, as well as a coach, when you're managing a client base, you want to like preempt problems before they happen. If you know a client's got a really heavy period with work or with their exams, like understand that that could be a situation and prepare them before it. Okay. So that'll just help, but you got to look at that. Okay. Then with your sort of traffic light system, it allows for them to monitor the progress and allows for you to prioritize who needs it first um and who to give time to and things and it's completely okay guys to sometimes if someone's red to focus on the reds focus on the ambers and as well maybe go to the greens later in the day the next day or in some cases just leave them because they're happy they're moving forward they know what to do and again this is why you got to ask a question are you clear on what you need to do like a great question always just finishing up any client communications are you clear on everything you need to be doing is there anything else i can help with um okay so that's something you want to think about the other thing that you want to think about with the scale of the situation is like, is this a personal issue or is this a training, nutrition, lifestyle issue um, that I can fix? Okay. Just having that clear, definite, like the clear uh, line will really help you know your boundaries, their boundaries. And again, like also just understand, like, can I actually help with this? Okay. There are going to be aspects, guys, where there's going to be just things that are past your remit. And by you having that clear sort of line frame, like it'll really help you understand, right? Do I need to actually help this client or do I just need to give this client space? Um, and again, it'll also help that person realize you can sometimes feel a bit cheeky by asking that, but it helps the person, the client actually realize, right, this isn't actually my coach's situation. This is actually me. This is something I need to take on, take responsibility for. That is a good thing sometimes for the person, okay? And then, as I said, a level of depth needed. Like I said, someone can say I'm off track and someone can say um, it can be two different things. So it's like understanding the scale. So this is why like one to tens are good. This is why like, how would you describe your progress? Um, what do you think um, would make this even better? Like, what do you think? Um, I think just like skills and their communication and how would you describe this progress is key. And again, even just given um, the aspect of this is serious, like come to book in a call. If this is um, okay, put it in the group or ask in the Zoom call. If this, if you're good to go, you're good to go and I'll check up on you and, uh, when I feel, if I feel like you need it, okay? The next thing is gauge the distance to destination. Where is it that your client wants to be? Your client will also as well probably not know the clear destination because they've never been there. 
So it's like, guys, you got to know clearly where your client wants to be. For each and every single one of you, I've got a 12-month vision of right where do you ultimately want to be, look, feel, the habits that you want to be having, uh, want to be doing, um, your performance, all those aspects. And like, if you're ever sort of stuck, just break it down into physical, performance, professional, and personal. And have one, two, or three bullet points of ultimately where they want to see. Like, it doesn't need to be anything major, but it's like in their check-ins each week, you just look at, right, where is it that they want to be? What's the distance destination? What do they need to do next? The next thing with that, guys, is like, like I said about setting standards and optics, you want to build like a character that all your clients are working towards. So if you're an athlete and that's what you work with, it's like, what does a high level athlete, like a game changer, and you want to ultimately like put down the, the key sort of characteristics, okay? You want to have your program builds a certain type of person, a certain type of attitude, a certain type of skills, okay? In the academy, a few things that I look for that I want each and every single person to achieve by being in the academy is I want them to be an operator. I want them to get 10... Like I want them to get so much more done. I want them to have better energy management. I want them to be clear. I want them to be effective, better problem solving, better thinking. The next thing I want them to be is I want them to be an athlete. I want them to be able to run, sprint, look good. Like I want them to be an athlete. Like it doesn't need to be that they need to be doing anything crazy, but to be an athlete. I want them to as well have professional success from everything that we've looked at. And ultimately I want it to be just second nature to them. There are a few things that I look for um, that I really sort of gear all of you towards. And also as well, I suppose, just fun. I want you to have more fun and to dive into more personal experiences off the back of everything that we've done. Um, and like I said, the two traits I really want to kill, like in anyone, is ultimately um, being passive or messiness. So that's like the key sort of aspects that I look to help you develop and to really sort of stop with traits, okay? And then the next thing is always when you're giving feedback, paint what the next few months are right now we're coming up to the end of the year so it's like right for each single client how can you paint what their next few months looks like okay let me know does that help understanding that dest distance to destination like is that something that you feel you sometimes miss and um, do you have any idea of sort of the type of character that you want to build from your program Pop it in the chat section. No worries, Declan. Stronger system, stronger check-in systems needed. I don't do enough of this with clients. Just pop in the chat section what you're sort of how you're vibing with this. This is what I struggle with as I want to help more people and more than they want. Um, so I often I want I often want them to go further. I get annoyed. A hundred percent. I I sometimes like I, I would sometimes struggle with that as I have such high expectations for people and it's not really what they want. So it's I think it's if that is the scenario, there's one an aspect of just understanding, right? What are their needs and their values? And then really just getting on their level and understanding their world more. And um, what I noticed um from experiences like that in the past is that I was driving them to a result and um, because I wanted that result and I've had that result, but ultimately I wasn't present with what was going on in their life. So I think in sometimes that situation is that understanding where they're at, understanding what they want, what they need and what they value. And then also as well, understanding the benefits of going to that next level that you are, that you know that they can get to. Um, so sometimes people can't put the link of doing that um the link of oh i'm going to work hard i'm going to do this or i'm going to do it for longer etc so it's like what would that give them um understanding that link and again like sometimes as well the reason why people don't do things on humans as general is because they're trying to protect themselves so it's like people will always try to protect themselves from an energy perspective or doing something different so it's like sometimes guys you gotta get down and dirty and you gotta pull your client towards a goal and like you got to coach them through elements of um, being like shaky and not knowing how they're going to progress, like that comfort zone. You got to coach people through that. Sometimes that's ugly, but it's like you got to coach the person through it, and ease them through so that they step up and they'll always thank you for that. So 
Does that help? Just give me, does that help, Gami? Just me chatting a little bit about that? Yeah, okay. Um, need to do more of this. I also don't go in depth enough like this. I can see how important it is. It's something I need to do ASAP and get my head on and clear my own standards as well, 100%. Okay, so on the feedback for the service, what do they need? Um, so literally, is there anything that you need help with? Like ask that question. Um, and always say, guys, if you need anything, like literally just say it, I will deliver it. Like I'm here to deliver the result. Um, what's going well? You want to know in the service what they're learning, what's going well, um, what they're enjoying, what they're enjoying from the group, what they're enjoying from the workouts. You want to always get an understanding of what they're enjoying and what they're possibly not enjoying if they need any changes. And then lastly, guys, is like you got to remember that you are their leader. OK, you are their leader. Um, so it's really important that you communicate like that and that you show up and that you when they are going for a tough time that you support them through that you don't want to just get committed to their wins you want to get committed to their their tough points and anyone in here will know that i'm here even more and i'll ramp up communication when you are going for a tough time more and more and more so it's important to really sort of bear that in mind given high quality back high quality feedback so one thing i don't want you to do is think that you need to give too much to your clients and give more and more and more. It's not about that. It's about what does this person need right now? And if anything, over time, I, I do, I communicate less and give less feedback, but it's better quality. So you want to think about that. What does this person need right now? What's the one, two or three things that this person needs? And the better that you are at understanding where they're at and the problem, the less that you'll need to give them. Where are they at? Just that's again, this is something you should be asking yourself. Um, how do they need it delivered to them? So this is something that like, there's going to be times where you're going to need to really pull someone out of the gutter and uh, give them a, a massive sort of, um, massive sort of a wake up. Okay. And then there's going to be other times that they'll need it in a much softer manner in a more funnier manner and a better crack. Um, so it's like asking yourself before you give feedback, how did this person need this? How do I want this person to sort of, um, how do I want this to land for this person? And then how can I make this as efficient as possible? And lastly, care, just really care. They've put their trust in you, care about what's going on for them. We can often get desensitized. And again, like pop your hands in. If you, if you sometimes get this, like your client, like maybe hits five pounds fat loss and like, you're like, okay, big deal. But to them, that's their world. Put your hands up if you sometimes get a little bit desensitized to wins or to small little aspects and you just want to pull them out of it. Like you sometimes just got to really understand and just bring yourself down a level and get on there. Okay. Little format for feedback. Again, you don't need to always follow this, but it's just a nice little format format for you. Thanks. Like wherever, what, what what's going on? Thanks. I hope you're having a great weekend. Thanks. I hope it, your your work went well. Thanks. I hope you had a great time with your kids. So what's going on for them in their world? Address it. Give a summary of the situation. So look, you're now um, eight weeks in. You're currently doing X, Y, and Z. Right now, you may experience a little bit of low motivation. Give a summary of where they're at. And then ultimately address the problem that you see from the check-ins. And again, guys, with your check-ins, you want to have a, a way of looking at like the last few weeks so you can see right where they're at and the problems and if they're commonly coming up. Possible obstacles when you give the problem and the advice. So right, okay, so we need to look at the weekends because the last three weekends you haven't tracked whatsoever. So this weekend, I want you to track, but a possible obstacle is that you might not know what's in the food. So what you'll need to do is you'll need to, even if worst case scenario, give a thousand calories for the meal. So always address the possible obstacle. And then what's expected to move forward. So for you to move forward, to get to your goal, we need to know, you're tracking at the weekend, what decisions that you're making at the weekend and a Monday morning for you feeling proud of how you actually at over the weekend. That's what's expected of you between now and next check-in and then uplift to give uh, action. I know I might be seem a bit harsh, but ultimately I want to see you at your best looking incredible for the Christmas dues. So you want to think about like uplifting them, give them a reason to actually act um, on the feedback that you've given. So guys, that was there was a lot in there. It was pretty beefy, um, but I wanted to keep it quite short too. Um, but yeah, what's your main takeaways from that? Has that been useful? Pop that in below. Let me know. Um, Brian as well, because I know that you asked, do you feel confident with everything now? Um, yeah, just pop in your takeaways, guys.
and again, like I'll, I'll open up for discussion and things if there's anything afterwards. Need to rewatch is a lot to put in. The optics is massive. Okay. Structured approach to check-ins is great, especially optics and strategizing. Okay. Hundred percent useful. Going to use a lot of the questions to try and dig deeper. Love the way it's structured. Love it. Think as well, guys. Just going back to the structure is just like right. That's roughly what I need to be saying or getting across in this. And again, guys, like just to give you a little bit of context, like I don't think voice, like I think voice notes probably the fastest way, best way to get feedback. Um, and I don't think like I don't want for you to go and dump a ton on your clients. It's just about giving them what they need. And if anything, like. One thing that I've been experiencing a little bit more better with is just higher touch. So sometimes even like letting, like giving them one piece of information and then like three days later, maybe say, hey, did you follow that piece of information? So higher touch, because I think that people get distracted. Um, I don't know about you, but that's something I notice is people just get distracted and forget about what they actually need to work on, especially if they're very busy. Um, again, it's gonna it's gonna depend on your audience and what who you're working with. That was great. It was it was always coming back to them with the right feedback from the questions and feeling confident is the way the right info that they need to move forward. Um, so that's converted exactly that 100. Need to go over this again and restructure my check-ins. Okay, and guys, like feel free to literally like. Uh, use some of the questions from the um the progress logs again it is geared for you guys so you might need to look at it from a different aspect um can we access a slide somewhere i'll upload them into the coaches corner um so i will um and again guys i am going to be slightly changing bits of the coaches corner and stuff for coaches clinic um section um over the next few months um so i will so yeah um i'll pop the slides in so i will um, but yeah, um, other than 